Hello everybody and welcome to The Late Show. I'm Nelson Late with you. Happy New Year, first show of uh, 2024. I apologize for being MIA in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, life happens and uh, I figured I would start the year off right by bringing my show back. Um, you know, been off for a couple of weeks, of course, the holidays and also, uh, for those of you who don't know, you know, this uh, is uh, a side hustle for me, um, my show that is. Uh, I am the owner of Palma, that is a full-time job, although I do have another full-time job. Uh, and uh, my show, sometimes I have to uh, go in hiatus for a little while. <clears throat> but here I am, I'm back. Uh, it's uh, 2024, glad to be here with you. Uh, so much to talk about, so much to talk uh, between, you know, when we've been gone and until now. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope everybody is having a, a great new year of 2024. And uh, as usual, I like to start by making some cool announcements about uh, things happening at Pama. And um, we're very excited about a lot of things. Uh, let's start with, uh, of course, Pama Talk. Now in full swing. Uh, if you're not familiar with Pama Talk, well, you have to be, or else you wouldn't be listening to me, right? Because we're only on Palma Talk now. Uh, pretty much all the uh, talk shows are only on Palma Talk. Uh, and it's a way to leave uh, Palma One a little bit more free for the music. Uh, there's going to be some uh, updates in our music on Palma One as well. Uh, Sylvia Costa, who also hosts uh, the program, the French, uh, the French uh, podcast, uh, she is uh, pretty much running uh, Palma One as far as programming, and there'll be some updates and upgrades in the near future here. So a big shout out for Sylvia, who's been doing some amazing job here with Palma, and I'm forever grateful. Uh, also, of course, FutureX is getting a upgrade as well. We're going to go mostly hard style pretty soon, about 80% uh, hard style, and we are going to be uh, implementing more in modern music, more newer music, and kind of drift away from songs that are a little older. We'll still have a nice blend, uh, but we're excited about that. Of course, Palma Classic, as usual, playing the classics that everybody loves. Of course, during the holidays, as usual, we had the uh, the uh, holiday Christmas music going on, and that's done and over with, so we're back to our regular scheduled programming uh, and we're very excited. Uh, also, since we're talking about Palma Classic, we are preparing to launch our 11th season of San Jose Earthquakes, a Portuguese play-by-play broadcast. In case you're not aware, we do have a Portuguese play-by-play for the home games of the San Jose Earthquakes in Major League uh, Soccer. We're the only Portuguese-language radio station that does so in all of MLS. Play-by-play brought you with uh, Anderson uh, Terra, uh, also uh, Michael Rocha, and we have someone I can't announce yet, but we're we're very very uh, happy and excited to have uh, a new uh, comer joining our team real soon, and we'll make that uh, formal announcement real soon here in the next couple of weeks. Of course, if you want to be a part of the action, not just tuning in, but if you want to be a sponsor. We have some amazing packages so you can sponsor games. Uh, you could be a sole sponsor of a game. We offer packages of four games 
Uh, and uh, the packages start as low as $600 for four games. So it's basically $150 per game, and you'll be the sole and exclusive uh, sponsor for that game. Uh, and if you're more in, if you want to know more information about it, uh, just reach out to us. Well, we offer different packages with more and more upgrades. If you want to, if you could afford to go a little higher, you know, you'll benefit from a lot of lot of advertisement opportunities here on Palma on our radio stations, and we're very excited about that. So reach out to us, whether it's a direct message or by emailing us at Palma. Uh, I'm sorry, Portuguese Media, Portuguese Media at gmail.com, Portuguese Media at gmail.com. You could also reach out uh, by texting 209-225-6262, 209-225-6262. Wow, we are so much to talk about. Um, another thing I don't want to go by without saying is if you have uh, Alexa, uh, all of our radio stations are now on Alexa. All you have to do is say the words Alexa, enable Portuguese media, and then you can say one, classic, hard style, or talk. So those are the four options for the four radio stations. Again, Alexa, enable Portuguese media, uh, and then you can say either classic, one, talk, or hard style for Palmy Futurix. So this is all very exciting news. We're, we're just going out there and trying to make more and more for our community. And uh, we're here for all of you. Thank you for being part of our family. Thank you for tuning in. So off to the program we go. Uh, today I'm going to go a little more in the political side. Uh, if there's time for some other stuff, we'll talk about some other stuff. But um, I, I wanted to do a show about politics. Uh, not because I, I, for those of you who know me well, knew that uh, I was very, very, very involved and very engaged with the political aspect of things in the past. Uh, I made some videos. I used to make uh, programs to talk about politics. Um, and I kind of drifted away a little bit from it. Um, but today I think it's important to give some amazing information to all of you, regardless of your uh, political preferences. Uh, all the information I'm going to give you is verified. You could look it up yourself uh, through reliable sources, and um, and you'll see that you know things are the way they are, not the way they're meant to be. Um, just for the record, um, I did vote for President Biden. Um, I think he's been doing a very, very decent job, and um, I could only imagine how many eyes are rolling back right now. Oh, really? Oh, why is that? Well, we'll we'll give you all the information. Just don't give up on me yet. Give me a chance to explain. Um, do I think he should run again? No. I wish he had gotten primaried. I wish he had just walked into the sunset the way it was, and somebody else could have just taken over. Uh, and it's simply based on age. I don't think the man... Um, can't do the job. I think he can. Um, obviously, he's not 100%. I mean, at that age, who is? Um, but between him and the what seems to be the obvious choice that's going to run for the Republican Party, which would be Donald Trump, uh, I'd much rather deal with Biden than Trump, because Trump is still, in my opinion, a very dangerous man. Um, if you're a Trump fan, you know, that's fine. We could have that debate another time. Um, but I just want to give some numbers out, some information out. Uh, and again, this is all factual. Now, 
I understand a lot of people are in a bubble. There's a left-wing bubble. There's a right-wing bubble. Uh, if you watch certain channels on the left, you're only going to get the news that are left-related. Uh, if you watch certain channels on the right, it's the complete opposite. But in reality, it's kind of hard to get the correct information in the middle. Not because both of the other sides lie, but if there is a positive information that has some political uh, aspects... Meaning, if if Joe Biden does something possibly amazing, um, Fox News probably won't report it. It doesn't mean it, that they're lying about it. They just simply won't report it. So if you only watch Fox News, then that's kind of what's going to happen. Same thing if you go on the opposite end with, let's say, MSNBC. They may not report all of the things that happen in the Biden world if they're not all positive. So... It's a fine line. Uh, there's no fake news in a way, uh, although I could make that argument because Fox News did get sued and they settled a 750 something billion million dollars, not billion, 700 some million dollars uh, settlement for spreading the lies about the voting machines in the 2020 election. So that you know you can make that argument, but if you didn't even hear about that, that just shows how much of in the bubble you are. That actually happened. They got sued. Uh, for one and a half billion, and then them selling for about half of that. Um, but again, it's important to listen to both sides. It's important to listen to sides that are not even in the country. You can listen to news outside of the country. Um, I wouldn't listen to Russia TV <laughs> because they are a propaganda uh, channel. Um, but there is a lot of good, good quality. Uh, news channels in the world like BBC, even RTP with the Portuguese channel. I, I like to watch them occasionally because you also get different a different perspective from the Portuguese, and you could watch news from any pretty much any country um, and g make your own conclusions. Again, just because it's not reported on the news, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Sometimes it's not reported on purpose because of political agenda. So let's start with. Uh, some information, and let me bring this up here. So, you know, I, I talk to a lot of friends who just say how bad Biden has been and how bad the economy is. So let's get right to it. Um, and again, these are all facts that you could do some research, and these are, are, are these are facts that you could verify. Um, under Biden, in his first three and some change years, because we're still on is a third year right now going into the fourth year um 14 plus million jobs created uh the longest sub four percent unemployment in 50 plus years a record high stock market um a record decline in homicides a lot of people don't know that but homicides are going down and crime in general is going down uh, countrywide consumer confidence is surging uh, gas is also lowering. Inflation is lower than when he took office. That's something that you might not know as well. But yes, infl inflation is now lower than when Biden took over in January of 2021. Um, and wages outpacing inflation. That's another good thing. And most small businesses created so far in U.S. history for a president. Um, that's just an example. Um, again, if you're going to look at 
uh, economy when you compare economy uh, between Trump and Biden. Uh, let's go on a side-by-side -side, uh, creation. So job creation numbers from the Department of Labor. Uh, the first three years for Trump, he created 6.3 million jobs. The first three years for Biden, 14.7 million. That's more than double, everybody. Um, again, these are facts. You can't deny them because... There they are. There, it's the Department of Labor. It's official numbers. And if you don't believe the numbers that the Department of Labor has, then I don't know what to tell you. Who's going to believe? A freaking host on a TV show? Whatever. Uh, jobs created by year. Okay, so let's go again. The first three years of Biden compared to Trump. The first year of Biden, he created 7.2 million jobs, while Trump created 2.1 million on the second year. Biden created 4.8 while Trump created 2.3. And on the third year, uh, Biden created 2.7 while Trump created 1.9. To make it another way, uh, Biden's worst year of job creation was actually better than Trump's best year. Again, these are just the facts, everybody. I mean, you could choose to accept him or you could choose not to. If you don't like Biden because he's a Democrat, if you don't like him because he's old, you don't like him because of whatever, that's fine. But the numbers exist and they're there for a reason so let's look at gdp growth okay so gdp growth uh first year biden 5.95 percent trump 2.24 so that's less than half second year biden 206 trump actually beat him that time for 2.95 slightly higher but yes he did get him um on the third year biden bounced back with 2.6 while trump was at 2.29 stock market now this is a big one we're going to look more into details on the stock market um because i have a friend of mine uh, that lives in new jersey that told me as soon as biden took over that he started losing all this money in the stock market and i told him i don't understand how you're losing money if the markets have been going up um so the stock market under trump chow jones uh 39.96 okay 30,996 uh biden uh 37 790 was the highest under Biden. The S&P, 2,841 for Trump, 4,756 under Biden. And of course, the NASDAQ, uh, 13,192 under Trump, 16,057 uh, under Biden. I mean, between job creation, GDP growth, and the stock market, Biden has the advantages over Trump. Now, the Dow Jones hit 30,000 on November 21st of 2020. That was right after the election when it all seemed like Trump was going to step down with no issues. Uh, so the market hit a 30,000 uh, uh, point uh, day and it ended up growing. And then the Dow, of course, had that 30,700 uh, plus numbers on the second of January of this year. Did you know that the 2nd of January of this year, the Dow Jones hit the record high? You didn't? That ought to tell you that you probably, maybe you should need watch different news channels. Of course, S&P, which is a standard and poor, which is the more uh, in connection, in connection with the, with the actual middle class, uh, on the 3rd of January, hit a record of 4,796 4, and 56. And the NASDAQ, the record was on the 21st of November of 2021 at 16,057. So all of these hit record highs under Biden, not Trump. 
So let's talk about inflation. I know inflation is a big deal and everybody talks, okay, yeah, so the market is doing great and the job creation is great and all this stuff, but it still costs a lot to put fuel. It still costs a lot to buy stuff. I totally agree. Inflation has been hitting everybody. And I would be, um, I'd be lying if I say it hasn't hit me. It hits everybody. But let's look at global inflation because global inflation has been affecting pretty much the whole world like it says it's global you cannot blame biden for inflation inflation was caused i'm not even gonna say by trump i'll say mostly by COVID, because people were not buying people were not working productions went way down and there was no demand for just about anything and then when things started getting back into shape people had all this extra money all this extra time and they wanted to buy buy and travel and do this and do that of course, gas prices under Trump were way low, especially during COVID, because nobody was driving. So, you know, gasoline went down super low. But as soon as things started opening up and people started traveling, as things started normalizing, you know, it all went up in price. Um, so looking at uh, the last, uh, let's go back to 2020, inflation was at 1.93. Uh, in 2021, it grew to 3.48, and in 2022, uh, 8.27. This is global inflation. Global inflation. This is not the United States, okay? This is at a global level. If you go look at December 2023, which is just last month, inflation rate in the U.S. was 3.4%, okay? So it's much lower compared to the global global inflation numbers okay it's just been like if you look at the current inflation rates for 2020 uh inflation in 2020 was 1.4 2021 that it was at a seven 2022 is gave a slow down a little slow down at 6.5 and in 2023 it was 3.1 okay so it is slowing down the the inflation rates are slowing down Okay, and if you notice that, you might not feel it so much, but it, the numbers don't lie. It's just happening what's happening. You can see that gasoline prices are going lower. Yes, they're still high, but they are going lower. And slowly, the prices of everything are going to start coming down because fuel prices affect everything. Um, so you can make the argument that things are so bad so bad so bad the inflation which to me is the biggest issue is actually improving gas prices are going down and inflation is going down employment unemployment has been the lowest for the longest time the markets are doing great so just how bad has biden been as a president and this is the answer that i want everybody to think about because one thing is you don't like the man because of whatever reason. But then, in fact, you have to come up with reasons, like legit reasons, why you don't like him. Or why you think that the country could do better without him. Or worse, how the country would do under Trump. Um, so, Trump, listen, you can have all the preferences you want in the world. The man, in my opinion, is dangerous. He has proven to be dangerous. He, he, he led an insurrection. He has all these lawsuits coming at him. I seriously don't believe that he's going to get away from all of them. It's just too many things. He may dodge a couple, but there's no way he's going to dodge all of them. And if you're in the Republican Party, 
I mean, how do you still support him? I mean, I know that a lot of people, I've spoken to a lot of people that love Trump because of the, just out of spite for the Democrats, because they know how much the Democrats don't like the man. But it's not just the Democrats. It's 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 the world in general, because the guy is a lunatic. <laughs> he is a lunatic. He said things that people like, he said that he would be a dictator, even if it's for a day or whatever he said. Who the hell says that? Who, running for president of the United States, the leader in freedom in the world, or at least we claim to be, or we used to be, how can he claim to be a dictator? And he he has praised uh, um, leaders in other countries that we find as enemies, or we find them not to be good leaders, you know, uh, authoritarians dictators i mean are you kidding me we are different than that now if you have your conservative or republican views that's totally fine you know i'm i consider myself an independent i lean left on a lot of issues i'm not an extreme leftist um, for instance in guns i believe that everyone has a right to own a gun as long as there's a consensus and there's some regulation and common sense laws which most most people on the right agree as well um but in the end we could have discussions about the republican views the democratic views without including donald trump and um i think that the republicans could do a lot better by getting rid of this this rock in your shoe uh the guy is super arrogant he won't even participate in the debates so he can't get called out on his mistakes in about the the, the the trillions of dollars in the deficit caused by him and his you know tax cuts for the wealthy when they were not necessary um i mean he, he gets called out by that by ronda santons and nikki haley a lot on stage and all the others that were um running for president of course uh, chris christie just dropped out recently i like chris christie because you know for one he's from jersey i didn't support the guy as a governor but one thing I'll give him props, at least he was kind of standing up for what was right. And, uh, of course, he never left the one point something percent because Trump did take over the Republican Party. And, and that's unfortunate. So um, I will be voting on the primaries this year, on the Republican primaries. That's me personally. I've uh, changed my, um, my party preference in California primaries are in march and i will be voting in the primaries of republican party and i could assure you i won't be driving i won't be writing uh <laughs> i won't be voting for um donald trump i will be voting for nikki haley myself why well DeSantis, i'm not a fan of uh, yeah, I, I can't even get into that i'm not going to get into why i'm not a fan of him nikki haley you know there's a lot of things i disagree about her but she seems to be a great leader. She seems to be someone that the Republicans should get behind. She could be the first woman president in history. And uh, a lot of the things she say on stage are common sense. We may not agree on, on all the issues, but I'd much rather have a Biden run against Nikki Haley than a Trump. Not because I'm afraid that Biden will lose, but because at least if Nikki Haley wins, we'll, heck, we'll get stuff done. If Trump wins, 
We are risking our democracy. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Everybody thinks, oh, the guy just says things out of his mouth. He doesn't do them. Let me tell you something. If he hadn't made the mistakes that he made by stepping on everybody's toes in his first term, and he didn't have as many loyalists in his cabinet, he will not make that same mistake again. He will pack his cabinet with all people that are loyal to him to the point where if it comes down to it again, he won't want to leave power. Because he didn't want to leave power, okay? Let's not forget that he did not want to leave using the big lie. And yes, it is a lie. And if you don't believe that the election being stolen is a lie, I don't know what to tell you. He has taken it to the courts. Courts that were even appointed by people by him. And he still couldn't get anything anything because there was no proof people know that it's a lie only trumpists believe when he says that there was uh election fraud and that's why he lost there was just too many votes are all the elections accurate no maybe there is a couple of irregularities here and there there was people that were caught voting when they weren't supposed to because they were voting for their wives or their dead mothers and everything most of those people that got caught were actually voting republican they're actually Trump supporters. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't any corrupt people that vote Democrat by maybe you know voting for their love people that passed or whatnot, but it's not a major major issue. When you call the governor, uh, when you call the the um, I believe the Secretary of State, whatever, whatever, whatever the person was in uh, in Georgia, he made that phone call. Says, need you to find what is eleven thousand votes. Need you to find them? How are you going to find something that doesn't exist? Was that his way to say, make up those votes? Yeah, that's what I thought. And then when he wanted Mike Pence to not certify the election because he didn't agree with the results, what are we doing here? We came very close to becoming a banana republic. And you're going to give this man another opportunity to do so? I mean, it's just common sense. You can't call yourself a patriot and believe all this bullshit, all this nonsense. Because in reality, you know, win or lose, you need to, to, to stand behind democracy. And when a man pretends and he threatens not to be uh, a president, he wants to be uh, someone that's going to do whatever he wants to do, a dictator. I mean, what are we going with this? How much of a patriot are you? It's time to look inwards. Get rid of this guy. Vote for Nikki Haley. She's a great candidate. I'll tell you one thing. On a Nikki Haley versus Biden ticket, I mean, let me tell you, Nikki Haley versus Biden, Biden's going to get a run for his money. He may very well lose. I don't believe Trump would beat Biden again because a lot of people are going to come out to vote against Trump. Because in the end, people hate the guy. They hate him. And yes, he has a lot of supporters, but I think he has more haters than supporters. I rather not see that happen. I rather not have that chance happen, because God knows what will happen. I rather not even get to that. Nikki Haley should be the front runner for the Republicans, and she should be the future of the Republican Party. Let's get rid of all these lunatics, you know, the the Taylor the Taylor Greens of the world, and I mean, just just get rid of these people because they're just lunatics and they have absolutely no respect for the law. Or the democracy of this country. Um, we need to move forward. 
We need to get past the Trumpism, past the extremes on both sides. And I do speak that on the left as well because there's a lot of crap I don't agree with on the left. I think there's a lot of extremism on both ends. Um, I'll give you an example how people are, are, are going against Israel. I mean, let's talk about that for a minute. How can people go against Israel if Israel was attacked and they're basically trying to defend themselves? Now, the enemy here is Hamas, not Palestine. And the Israelis know this. But when the terrorism, when the terrorists, which are the people in Hamas, those are the terrorists, when they infiltrate hospitals and use Palestinians as human, human shields, who's in the wrong? It's not the Israelis. It's Hamas. They're using the Palestinians as human shields. They're the terrorist group. You cannot go against Israelis. You cannot go against Israel for defending themselves. Okay? We had our share of bullshit on 9-11. And we went into Iraq. Okay? We went into Afghanistan. Okay? Afghanistan, justifiable. Iraq still hasn't been justifiable why we went in there. But at the time... Yeah, there was a lot of innocent people that died in Iraq that shouldn't have. But, you know, America was trying to defend itself, even though we went after the wrong people. But that's a debate for another day. In this case, Israel is going after the right people. But unfortunately, the right people are using Israeli, uh, is using Palestinians as human shields. Okay? Let's, let's stay focused on what's happening here. And I do believe that the left needs to wake up. The same way the right needs to wake up. Okay, there's 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 just wrong on both sides. People need to look at what's happening in the world, make the right decisions, and maintain this country as a leader of the world. Trump was not liked by anybody on the planet other than the extremists like him. Okay, the Europeans were not fans of him. And you can say, well, that's because of NATO and all this other stuff. If it was up to him, you would have pulled us out of NATO. And Putin would have invaded everything. Okay? But, again, I don't even want to get into that. That's a debate for another day. Okay? If you want me to talk about that, reach out. Send us an email. Send us a message. Say, hey, Nelson, I want you to talk about this. I don't want you to talk about that. I mean, I'm not an expert uh, at certain things, but I do my research. And I do, you know, real research. I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch MSNBC. I do my own independently sourced research to find out the difference between right and wrong, accurate and lies. Okay? So, again, let's let's look at everything. If you don't like Biden, for whatever reason, you have every right not to. But don't attack the man based on how bad we're doing we are not doing bad the numbers show that we're not doing bad inflation is down markets are up the unemployment rates are down wages are up i mean let's just be real about this let's just be real about this and and let's vote with a conscience if you're a republican you cannot vote democrat I get it. I totally understand. But Trump is not your guy. You need to get behind a strong candidate. I mean, if I had to choose between Biden and Nikki Haley, let me tell you something. I may very well vote for Nikki Haley over Biden. I'm not kidding. 
Because, in my own opinion, I don't think Biden should have ran again. Not because the guy's crazy and incompetent or any of that. But I do believe that he should have stepped down when he could and give somebody else a chance. Um, I'm very excited to see who we're going to have running in 2028. Um, I'm assuming that Newsom will be in there. Gavin Newsom, our governor in California. That's going to be exciting to watch. Um, because let me tell you, there's a lot of false information as well when it comes to, you know, the state of California and how things are. And I hear, I hear people talk about how bad San Francisco is all the time. And, uh, and the debate that Gavin had with, uh, DeSantis, DeSantis pulled out a map that showed, uh, the city of San Francisco in spots where there was human feces on the map and the whole map was full of human feces. Let me tell you something. I go to San Francisco quite a bit. Do we have a homeless problem? Yes, but who doesn't? Do we have people defecating on the street? Maybe. I honestly didn't see any, and I went all over the city. Does it mean that it doesn't happen? No, I'm sure it happens. But I'm sure it happens everywhere else. It's not that it's so bad that as you walk on the street, you have to basically watch where you step because there's human shit everywhere. No, it is totally untrue. It's funny because I actually had a couple of friends that visit uh, on Thanksgiving. They visit us for two weeks in uh, California. And, of course, one of the sightseeing tours was San Francisco. And I showed them everywhere from the Embarcadero. Uh, we went to the Golden Gate and everywhere in between. We, we showed them all the hot spots in San Francisco, you know. And at the end, I asked them, how much human shit did you see on the floor <laughs> and he goes i honestly didn't see any see but you hear about it on the news like it's he goes yeah they really make it sound like it's such a big problem listen san francisco has issues i'm not saying it doesn't as all big cities do but let's not just say that it's that bad let's not say that california is doing that bad we still have the fifth largest economy in the world and i love that state it's not perfect no do we pay a lot of taxes? Yeah, we do. But cost of living, depending on where you live in California, like I live in the Central Valley, for those of you who don't know, I live in Turlock. It's still more affordable to live than, let's say, New Jersey, for instance. You know, New Jersey is very expensive, and people don't talk about it because California, when people focus on anything negative California, they focus on it's expensive to live. Well, yeah, Beverly Hills is expensive to live, and the big cities are expensive to live. But it doesn't mean the entire state is. And in case you didn't know, and I'm about to finish my program, in case you didn't know, as far as crime goes, because we obviously talk about crime a lot, do you know the number one crime, crime big city in the country? It's not New York. It's not L.A. It's St. Louis, Missouri, a red city in a red state. Surprised? Don't be. That's just factual. Again, Stay focused on the price and don't fall for bullshit. All right? That's my rant for today. I'm going to cut it short. Um, I'm really glad that we got to talk a little bit. Tell your friends about this uh, program. Everybody should listen. Look at the numbers I gave you. Double check them any way you want. I encourage you to double check and do your own factual research on everything I mentioned here because it's important that you understand the reality, not what you're being told on talk shows, not what you're being told on 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 right wing radio. 
not what you're being told on Fox News or Newsmax or any of them. Because they may not even lie to you, but they're not going to tell you the reality of things either. So they'll regret, they'll, they'll, not they won't regret, they will not mention positive things of what's happening in this country. It makes it sound like we're going, we hit the, the Titanic, they hit the iceberg and we're going down. And we need Trump the savior, or we need another right wing, uh, somebody to save us. Listen, we could discuss all you want about issue by issue, but things are not the way they say they are. Anyway, it's been a pleasure being here with you guys. I hope to be back next week for another late show. Until then, love you all and see you guys next week. Bye-bye.